0: Hey, everyone, it's Eugene. Um, listen, so I want to talk to you about a couple things. things. Uh, the first one being, as you've probably noticed, we haven't really been that regular with the episodes recently. Uh, both the Epically Geeky Show and the Marginally Geeky Show. Uh, this is honestly just because uh, it's kind of a crazy time period right now for everybody. School started back up. Uh, some people have had some different things come up. And it's just it's been difficult to get everyone together to do a show. Uh so the first thing I wanted to tell you is is uh even though we haven't been that regular with the episodes we're not going away we're not uh pod fading is the the hip term for it is um we are we're, we're still here we're still uh, wanting to do shows it's just uh, it's been a little difficult for us so just know that even though the uh the feeds have been kind of empty recently uh, we are, we're still here. We're still hanging out and, uh, we, we're, we're still wanting to produce shows. We just haven't been able to get that done recently. Uh, as you know, we don't do this for any kind of profit We're we are not, we don't have advertisers. We don't have, uh, supporters or anything like that. Uh, so there's no monetary incentive to, you know, make sure we absolutely get the show done. Uh, what it boils down to is it's, it's, Hey, do y'all want to do the show this weekend? Cool. Who can make it? And then, we you know do a show and and, and get it out to you guys, um, yeah. So it you know unfortunately, like I said, it's uh, it's been kind of hard to get the group together to do a show. And uh, the worst part of all of this is is yeah, we don't have a show to put out to y'all. But to be completely honest with you, I haven't got to hang out with my friends as much as I like because that's really what these shows are. This is just an excuse to get together with my friends. And laugh and talk about geeky stuff that we're all into. Um, and we, we hope you all feel the same way. If you're, if you're a listener to either one of these shows, both the epically geeky show or the marginally geeky show, we hope you feel like, you know, this is just your way to kind of hang out with some cool people or maybe not so cool, depending on your opinion. Uh, and, and just kind of laugh and, and talk about geeky stuff that we, we, we enjoy and we like talking about. So uh, that was the first thing I want to tell you about is that uh, we're not going away, nothing like that. Like I said, it's just kind of a difficult time right now. As soon as we can kind of get some things nailed down, we'll get back to a more regular schedule. The second thing I want to tell you about is, uh, I'm sure you're probably looking at your uh, podcatcher and you're going, wow, it looks like there's a whole show here. And there is. Um, Cyrus, myself, and Ray have decided to start doing a new show probably monthly called procrastinators. And the show is based around the idea that uh there are video games that uh all three of us have just missed through time. It may be something that we just gave a little bit of attention to, it may be something that completely uh flew under our radar. And so what we've uh, decided to do is once a month we're going to uh choose a game, we're going to sit down and play it. Uh for as much as we can, we don't expect them, you know, we don't expect each other to completely beat it or anything, but um we're going to sit down and play a game for a little bit and then we're going to get together and we're going to talk about it, especially coming at it from, uh, our current standpoint and kind of thinking about, you know, what we would have thought about it had we played it when it came out. So for example, uh, the first episode that we did, we recorded, uh, just last night was, uh, Kirby superstar, which was on the super Nintendo. And, uh, I've never actually played this game. Uh, I don't think the other two guys have, or Cy may have played it a little bit. I believe he said, uh, but, yeah, we, we, this game just kind of, you know, flew under our radar. And he tells me why. He did a little research and tells me exactly why it flew under our radar, which totally made sense. Uh, but I decided to go ahead and put so that you've got something to listen to, because who knows? You, you may not subscribe to that main podcast. Or you may su- subscribe to a ton of them. But in any case, this is a new show. Uh, it is a collaboration with Cyrus on his YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to do the show live on his YouTube channel. And then I'm going to basically rip the audio and put it into a new feed. Uh, so I will be getting a new feed set up for that if you want to subscribe to it specifically. Uh, but I went ahead and I'm going to go ahead and put it in both the epically geeky and marginally geeky feeds so that, uh, if you want to check it out and see what it's like, great. Go over there and subscribe. I'll hopefully have all that set up and ready to go. Uh, by the time the, uh, I get this out in the actual feeds. Uh, and if not, you know, that's cool. If, If old talking about old video games, isn't your thing. That's cool too. So uh, we also have the uh, Sustainably Geeky show, which is done by Jennifer Hetzel. Uh, it's a great show. We, I try to talk it up every time I can. If you are even remotely into the environment or sustainability or trying to save the planet, uh, this is an excellent show. Uh, I love the format she's gone with. She's she's worked really hard to get some really good, uh, knowledgeable people on to talk about their uh, their area of expertise in many cases. Um, you know, in, instead of just being a bunch of goofballs getting on and talking about, you know, geeky stuff, she has actual legitimate, uh, uh, per, uh, per, well, she's had professors, she's had uh, uh, people who work in this business. Uh, yeah, it's 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 really impressive some of the people that she's gotten. So, uh, like I said, if you're even remotely interested in, in, in the earth and saving the planet, uh, go check it out.
1: welcome to the broadcast everybody this is procrastinators episode one we were just we're a little late sorry about that but we were having a very interesting discussion just now um about uh, youtube and its monetization policies which uh, doesn't apply to me because i'm not able to monetize yet so don't worry about it fuck you so oh, fuck it yes. <laughs> everybody please introduce yourselves
2: ray you can go first Oh, I can I say so, so. it all. means so much. Uh, yeah, I'm Ray. Uh, I'm on uh, Usually Epically Geeky with Eugene. And uh, maybe we can get Cy back on there once in a while. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, from Marjorie Geeky, we do a bunch of uh, book reviews there. And uh, and then on Instagram, uh, you can find me on um, The uh, the Reluctant Yeti. And you can see what my, what I do on there. I do typically art and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of my deal, if you haven't met me before. Where are you from, Mr. Ray? (laughs) (laughs) I am from Ontario, Canada, in a little spot uh, close to Kincardine, Ontario, so way up north for you guys. (laughs) Yes, it's not snowing yet.
1: The great, what do they call it, the great? (laughs) The great white north. Great great white white north.
2: north. (laughs) It's it's not white yet. it. It hasn't started snowing yet. But it was damn cold today. <laughs> it's coming.
1: <laughs> do y'all have those giant mosquitoes or is that just uh,
2: Alaska that has all that? We have a few. We don't have anything like they do, thank God. Um, but we we have some. But it's...
1: <laughs> you know, I wasn't really aware that that was a major problem until fairly recently. You know, my Yeah, st- I didn't know about it either. My sister used to, she lived up there in, in Alaska for a while. And uh, you know they're like, oh, the time to go is the summer. No, it's not the time to go. Last
2: they eat summer fall fall when the mm-hmm. when the bugs start dying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Apparently, it's so bad. I mean, there's photos. People have videos and stuff. Like, it's just you walk outside and they just cover you. It's like oh, unbelievable, Jesus. unbelievable. <laughs> Can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah, there's no. a reason nobody lives
2: in Alaska. There's a reason. So in the springtime we get these things called gnosiums. Uh they're tiny little black dots, but they take a hunk at you. And they take a <laughs> Oh my god, you have like monsters. Like They
1: there there's no, these
2: tiny little you can't see. It. They call them nosiums for a reason, right? They're these <laughs> tiny little black dots. and yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, they uh they take a
1: nice hunk at you in the springtime. So <laughs> It's like, what is it? It's a noceum. I mean, but what is it? No, it, that's yeah. what it is. You don't know. You don't. You don't see it. <laughs> is it a? Is it a? Is it a tick? No. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. I've seen Cy around. Maybe with him. <laughs> uh, uh But anyway, Canada is much better. Everybody loves Canada. Um, y'all. Uh, I one of these days I'm going to go up there. Um, I don't know. I who knows when? But.
0: It's on the list, you know. <laughs> um, you, you mean the list of things you hope to get to that you may or may not ever get to, kind of like the list of video games that we yes. we were like, hey, you know what, we should do a show about. that.
1: <laughs> yes, we are uh, procrastinators here, professional procrastinators, and that is one of that is what our, that's our mo. You know, in fact, this show we put off uh, several times because we. <laughs>
2: It's fitting. Okay? It's hard to get yeah, around it is. Of stuff.
1: Oh, what's up, Retro Bro? He's joining us. And also Xavier. And, of course, I know Retro Bro's here to brag about the the, Jets. the Cowboys lost to the Jets, which that's fine. It was a terrible day to be a Cowboys fan. Um, I was telling Eugene, somehow I knew this was going to happen. So, I actually didn't watch the game. I just, I decided to take a nap instead. And I knew it was going to happen. As soon as I woke up, I checked the score, and I was like, "Ah, because that's a that's so typical, you know. You lose the games you should win, you win the games you should lose. It's just the way it goes." But Eugene, we've been—you're uh, not really a sports fan, um, you know. I could sit here and talk about Cowboys all day, and you'll just nod and and you know and silently give me the finger under the table. What? <laughs> no, what <laughs> <laughs> what are you more into? How do people? How should people know who you are and what is it you're all about?
0: Well, like Ray said, um, you know, I've got we we have the Epically Geeky website. We do uh, a couple different shows over there. One of them is the Epically Geeky show that's become uh, bi monthly, pretty much every every two weeks. We try to get an episode in, but it's it's been difficult. It uh, the last month or so has been pretty hard on everyone. Um, and then we do a monthly book club show. Which we've also had a hard time getting done. It's, um, yeah. It's just it's th- this month coming back to school and everything has been has been difficult for everyone. Trying to get everyone together and people have plans and everything. But um, you can find me there. You can find me at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where you can find me. Um, I mean, I 3D print stuff. I I make stuff occasionally. I play video games. Do, um, do you have
1: anything 3D printed you could grab just to kind of show people what you? Do when you Logan,
2: okay.
0: because when you well, say uh, I, okay, so a couple, of, chat, couple of good us. examples. Um, I'm in the process of making another mini Autobot Matrix to sell. I've got you know some orders that I've got to fill right now. Um, so I do make some stuff that I saw on a Etsy store, but then like <clears throat> grab this thing. <laughs> so my one son is going to be. It says Skull Trooper or something on the. Um, on the package for his Halloween costume. Uh, but um, it, it's, basic, it, it's basically like a, a character out of, um, say, Black Ops or something. And this is his toy gun that he's going to use. Uh, it's actually pretty cool, like the little bullets spin around. It's got lights and sound or whatever. But the problem is, is the back part of it here broke off. So I 3D printed a new piece for it. So I still have to get this joined together so that he can have this for trick-or-treating. So, um, I mean, I mean, I just, I make random things. I make, you know, stuff that I sell. I make, you know, repair parts for stuff. It's a lot of fun.
1: Cool. So. All right. Well, that's what, that's, uh, so yeah, we all have different interests, but we all have some similar interests. Uh, You know, uh, Eugene and I have known each other since college and, uh, let me, let me bring something up. So Let's get started. Let's talk about this game. Kirby okay. Superstar for the Super Nintendo. This is a game that we all have heard of, but none of us had played. I mean, we, you know, maybe tested it on an emulator or something, but nobody, none of us had really put any time into this game, although we've all heard of it. And, you know, it's a well-known game. It's well-known as one of the best Super Nintendo games and definitely most people say the best Kirby game. Um, so it's definitely well known, but there's a reason, Eugene, there's a reason that we never really played this game. And it's a reason I didn't think about. And I looked up right before we did the show because I was like, you know, I wonder if that had something to do with it. And let me tell you why. Here's the biggest reason that we never played this game. Kirby Superstar was released in the United States September 20th, 1996 okay okay on september 26th which is one week later in 1996 the nintendo 64 was released
0: okay that totally makes sense (laughs) that totally makes sense i was like why is it we wouldn't have played this that yeah absolutely because this would not have been on my radar at all and it never was in fact this is honestly the first time i have ever picked up this game and played it like I even didn't even like, you know, I would, I don't download all the, you know, I didn't download like all the games I possibly could on emulation. I downloaded the games. I really wanted to play or the games I liked and it didn't make a cut because I never played it. And so when we decided on this game, I was like, I literally had to go, all right, how do I get a hold of this? (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't have, I didn't have a copy of it. So
1: yeah. And it's interesting you say that because all of us played this game in a
2: different way. Like
1: mm-hmm. Ray, how did you, how did you end up playing the game?
2: So, uh, when the SNES came out, um, a buddy of mine, I happened to have the day off and a buddy of mine really wanted one. Like he was, he was really keen on getting this SNES cause that's what he grew up with. I was a Sega kid. That's something else that, you know, on the, on the other Uh, on the other channel that we're on I talked about it a few times but I was a Sega kid through and through that's what I grew up with uh, was like the NES and then from the NES I went into Sega because that's just the way it was Um, so this was never on my radar either Uh, and then so he really won this SNES uh, classic that came out and so I had the day off I got up early in the morning I think I got up at like 5.30 in the morning and I went through got a coffee for myself pulled out the lawn chair and I sat in front of Walmart and uh, sure enough at uh, eight o'clock, this woman comes out and she hands out these slips to everybody to make sure that everybody that was in line got up, got one. So I was waiting there and I remember how fast the N- the NAS classic went. So I went in and I got the one for my buddy and I got back out to the car. And I'm like, don't, I think they have more in there than what they were letting on. So I walked right back in. So do you have any SNESs? Oh, yeah, sure. Hand me another one. I <laughs> paid for that one too. <laughs> Went back out to the car, so I got my buddies first and then I got ours. And uh, yeah, because a lot of the games I hadn't actually played, yeah, uh, just because SNES wasn't my thing at the time. So,
1: have you loaded any more extra games onto yours? I haven't jacked it yet. Uh, it's
2: really
0: easy. To it. do. It's, it's oh, long. yeah, it is super easy. <laughs>
2: I probably now that we have this show, I probably will do that.
1: I highly recommend you do because the Super Nintendo okay. Classic is phenomenal. It's
2: it's yeah. it's a great way to play
1: Super Nintendo games. It's yeah, very good emulation. So
2: yeah, and that's the thing that I was going to say is uh, I had no problems booting this thing up and playing it and doing all that stuff. I will. I was surprised by the format of it. I'm not going to lie. I'm used to a game being a game that you just. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Not having okay, there are how many games I have to play this <laughs> thing? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was very surprising to all of us, I think. I think I know I felt the same way. I was like, oh, okay, this is this kind of game. Okay. yeah we play first? <laughs> so how did you uh play uh Kirby Superstar? You-
0: um, let's see. Going back to the three D printing about a year or so ago, uh when the NES Classic was kind of being announced, um I had started getting into uh, doing the RetroPie thing with the Raspberry Pi three, and there were like a lot of different cases out there. I didn't really like any of them because, like, it looked like a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo, but then like the case, like the everything plugged in on the side, and I didn't like that. So I designed my own. Anyway, um, I played it on a Raspberry Pi three. Um, I did not go back in to check some of the settings that we'll talk <laughs> about here shortly. Uh, but that's how I played it. I played it on uh, RetroPie, um, running on Raspberry Pi 3, uh, slightly overclocked, nothing nothing spectacular or anything. Mm. Uh, I mean, it, it played fine for the most part. Um, I did have one technical issue, but we can talk about that. Uh, you, on the other hand, played it the, the best possible way, though, didn't you? I don't know if that's true. Really? Uh,
1: okay. I'll tell you, because the best possible way would have been to have bought the American cartridge. What I did was I bought the, fa- the Super Famicom cart. Uh, okay. The reason, I had two reasons for that. One, I collect Super Famicom cartridges, and uh, I have a pretty good-sized collection. So was, I've always wanted this game to add to that collection. Two, the game was $10 if you buy the Super Famicom version. It was $50 if you buy the American
0: what? Yes. This game still goes for fifty bucks. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: that's insane.
0: That's that the, is insane. That's the
1: thing with Super Nintendo. Like Super Nintendo games cost more than Super Famicom games. That's that's why I started collecting Super Famicom stuff. It's crazy. I only own a few yeah. Super Nintendo carts, and it's the ones that mean the most to me. Like I um, own Turtles, you know, the Turtles in Time, and a few other ones. But uh, yeah, so I played. The Super Famicom cart. And if we can just jump in, I'll tell you, uh, the menus are all in Japanese. And <laughs> any text, some some of the titling text is, is, is in English. But all of the important text is Japanese. So I I've, I've started playing this game and I loaded it up and it gives you... You know, there's seven games built into this, so it's not just one game; it's multiple games. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, let me. Ch- and you're trying, you're trying to figure out what. Okay, I think that's sort of what's going on, and th- what kind of game is that? And so, like, is there I, an order that I should be playing through? Right, these?
2: right. Yes, actually, and and is because it has so many menus.
1: Yes, and mm-hmm. every game has a like
2: little tutorial
1: and, oh, it's and like, I want to
0: touch on that here in just a second. Yeah, please yeah. do.
1: So I'm trying to figure out the tutorials, and finally what I ended up doing was I, I put that translate thing on my phone, and I was, like, holding my phone up to the TV. <laughs> it's amazing how that, well, that works, though. It does work pretty well. It does work pretty well.
2: It does work pretty well. I showed Chris that, because we were... We were at a show or nowhere. Were we? we were down in Florida, and they had like Spanish or something. I said, "Check this out!" And I brought it up on my phone. It was a Google Translate or whatever, and it showed it. And sure enough, it translated from Spanish to English. I was like, "There you go."
0: Yeah, it's it, it's at least decent enough that you can get you can get the gist. It's not it's right. broken, but it's definitely it's good yeah. enough for being. Oh wow, I can actually read this and yeah. understand it. So yeah, and you got to give the thing
1: some credit because I'm shooting it off of a 19 inch CRT TV, and I'm looking at Super Nintendo weird text, and it's <laughs> yes. still giving me somewhat of a translation. So you got to give it some credit for you know for effort there. Yeah. Uh, once I got to where I started to figure out how to play the games um you know then I I mean, I don't know what order I was supposed to go or, or anything but uh, I just started playing through I played through the first one on the list for a ways and then I would try another one and then I I end up beating one of them and I go to another one and it was like just just to start off here I felt I mean, there's so many things that probably factored into this. Like, I'm playing it on a weekend. It's the morning. I open the windows. I got a breeze going through. It's nice and cool. I can hear the kids playing outside. I got the Super Nintendo going, and I'm just randomly going from game to game, having a fucking blast. And I felt like I felt like a, a you know 14 year old with a Super Nintendo all over again. I mean, it was really cool. And play, plus, I'm playing on a CRT, so uh, I didn't want to stop playing. I was having a freaking blast playing this game, and uh, the different modes, you know, was really there was so much depth, so much different type of stuff you could do. That I still don't know how to do. Every like, if you let the game run, it gives you like a demo of all kinds of different things, and I still don't know how to get to some of that stuff, but. Um, what I did end up playing was really, really cool. So, uh, Eugene, how did you start? Like, what was what was your initial experience playing this game? Like,
0: how did it begin for you? Okay, so when I fired it up, it was, you know, and it advertised it. it's like seven or eight different games in one. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so I just, I just started in the top left. I was like, y'all, I was like, all right, is there a certain order I'm supposed to play in this? And I was like, oh, I'll just start in the top left and I'll go from there. So I did that. And it starts off with a little tutorial, and it's it's basic things. It's, you know, hit this button to jump, hit this button to suck an enemy in, and then spit it back out, and then you can, like, float or whatever. Um, And then it it, it starts the game. And I'm going through, and, you know, Kirby's thing, is, of course, you know, being able to suck in an enemy and then take their power or whatever. It's um, so like, like, so, it so didn't like even... being in a relationship. Obviously. A little bit, yes. Uh <laughs> But it didn't show that in the, in in the tutorial, and that's mm. that's one of the things that, I don't know, I, I didn't enjoy this game as much as I thought I was going to, and I don't I don't know if it's just because I'm coming at it from an old man and not like you said is you know kind of in that mindset, but like had I not played a previous Kirby game, I went through the entire first world or whatever you want to call it, um. And the only reason I knew to suck in an enemy and push down to gain their power is because I had actually played another Kirby game. Mm. Um, and when I say played another Kirby game, like I played it on like the Switch or something. I For whatever reason, Kirby is kind of like a, a black hole in my uh, Nintendo, you know, uh, area or whatever. It, it It just never really hit on my radar. So I never really played any of the games whenever they originally were out. And so... One of the things I was thinking was I was like, man, if I was like, if I had gotten this game way back then, I would have played the entire first level and not known how to use other people's powers, and I would have kind of been pissed about that because I went, I went to that one, and then I, the next one I went to was the one where you're racing against King what what's face, Weather's Faces, um, and I'll talk about that here in a second, and then I went to another platforming type level, and then the tutorial on that one showed me how to suck in the enemy and and use their power. And I was just like, I understand not, um, you know, oversaturating or just like, you know, just throwing everything at the player because, you know, you have that happening, especially in a lot of newer games, Mm. you know, they have to explain what all 12 buttons do. And then you start playing the game you're just like, how the hell do I do this again? Or was that even a thing? So I understand that kind of, but I'm like, it's pretty simple. Like that's one of his big powers is being able to, uh, gain the power of the enemy and use it, you know, con- to continue to play the game. So I was a little—I don't want to say miffed, but I was just like, "Well, that's kind of an odd choice." That—that was—that was one of the main things you didn't show how to do in the first tutorial, like the sliding or whatever. That I can understand doing later, but um, I was a little—I was a little—I uh, don't know—something about that just didn't kind of sit with me very well. But hmm. the actual level itself—I mean, the actual game itself. Uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I I've, I've always enjoyed platformers, um, and maybe it's maybe they didn't show me that because, um, with the exception of some different levels, you know, some of the different things in the games, um, Kirby's one of those games that I kind of feel like OP all the time, um, especially if you get the right, if you've sucked in the right enemy and pulled the right power at the right time. It's, it never seems that difficult. I did die a couple of times here and there, but mostly it was because I, you know, misjumped or, or something like that. But I mean, um, I never was like, oh man, really, you know, had to focus on what I was doing. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It just, um, I, I don't know. It just, I, I always feel like he's got so many powers. There are so many ways to get through the level. I mean, hell, you can almost just float all the way through it if you really want yeah. to. Yeah. Oh. I, um, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, uh, which I think is why they break, especially that first world, they break it up. Like the levels, like the sections of the world are kind of short. Like it's literally, it doesn't seem like you go very far and then you go in the door and then you're in the next section. And um, and I always, feel, that was one of the th- other things. Did y'all ever feel like you were missing stuff? Like you're like, wow, I've, I've already cleared this section. Was there, was there something I missed? Was <laughs> there something I should go so back there and destroy there. or something? There's, there's or has got to be something I missed. Yeah, exactly. So... What about you, Ray? Um, so,
2: again, I didn't get a lot of time with this one. Uh, just we were away on a vacation for a while, and then uh, a bunch of stuff happened when we got home. And so it's been it's been crazy <laughs> for the last little while. So I didn't get a lot of time uh, to play it, but um, I, when I did, it kind of reminded me of uh, Mega Man in the way that oh. you had to have the right powers to get through certain areas and that was kind of cool like especially in the later levels i know that that's kind of the thing that you have to have specific power-ups uh which one was it that you had the helper because there was a there's the one where you had the helper well uh
0: could you do that on any of the
1: platforming ones most of the most of the game you can either absorb the enemy and use yes. the enemy or you can pop out a little helper which helper. actually yeah. I don't know if y'all know this but if you're playing
0: you can actually have a second player control that other yes. dude and yeah. I did not realize that I read that after the fact because I was yeah. trying to When I, I couldn't figure out how I created the, the helper at first I was like alright what did I do to, to do that and I was yeah. just kind of looking at my phone I was like oh you can play two players at the same time that's actually kind of cool
2: so my only issue with the helper is the AI for the helper is not Great. Yeah. <laughs> they like to jump in certain random spots yeah
0: it's like come on this way and <laughs> yeah so yeah they, hey, listen, uh, i'm just gonna suck you back in because i really yeah. don't want to lose that power yeah. <laughs> just, maybe you can come out and play in a little bit
2: so yeah that was that was kind of uh interesting to to, to watch the, what the computer decided to do um and uh, yeah, that was I think the only thing with that, but it did remind me very much of mega Man, uh especially like the first one where you i think it would have helped if you if they made it each level a little bit more specific to the different uh the different powers that they could have you could have gotten and mm-hmm. maybe maybe you can't get all the powers right away, like there's you know what I mean like there's there seems to be a lot available for you right away,
0: which is cool, yes,
2: but. Maybe a little, like you said, a little overpowered for.
0: for the yeah, because once I got that sword ability, like you just mow yes. through freaking people, <laughs> including the the epic tree boss. That like that's like everyone knows Kirby and they know the the big tree thing. Yeah, and like I plowed through that guy when I had that power. I'm just like wow, this was actually really simple because you got close enough and you swing it enough times and he'd like flip and bring the sword down and that knocked out a bunch of power. So,
1: yeah. What's interesting about this game is uh, how little they explain. They do explain things, but like you said, it's strange times, but um, they kind of expect you to know a lot of stuff that... What are you doing? My cat's digging into stuff. They kind of expect you to know stuff, uh, because you gotta think, for one, like that first game is actually a remake of the Game Boy version. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Found that out later. Um, nope. didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and like the main game is like one of the last ones. Like, it's not the first one. Like the hmm. And um when you there's certain ones when you beat that changes another one and then you got to go back to the other one and do it differently. It's like interesting how that. It I didn't realize that either. Yeah.
0: Okay, then that definitely gives the game a lot more depth because I'll be honest with you, just I've I've played and beat three or four of the little games. Hmm. Um, I say little games. So that sounds demeaning, <laughs> but I don't I don't mean it that way. But I also <clears throat> do kind of mean it in that you know, I sat down and I literally sat down the first time I picked up the controller on this game. I beat that first world. And I'm just like, wow, that was, I don't know if it was just super simple and it ramps up from here, but then like I did it again on another one. Like literally the first time I sat down and played one of those worlds, I beat it. And I'm just like, this doesn't seem like it has a lot of meat to me.
1: Yeah. it It's designed <clears throat> at least as far as I can tell, um, to be very accessible to all age groups to mm-hmm. have like little kids can get something out of it, but like, um, it, there's actually a lot to it. Read, like, or watch some video reviews where they talk about this game because it'll give you a lot more insight into what's really going on here. Because, um, different, there's different things I can't even, I un- haven't even unlocked yet, you know, like, uh, because like, a, like I said, there's like, there's like an RPG version of Kirby that you unlock, there's like yeah. a, there's like a side-scrolling really? shooter version of Kirby that you unlock. There's a bunch of stuff that I haven't even got to yet.
2: Yeah, um, there's one you fight where it's a an RPG style fight. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. I'm I'm
1: gonna have to go back and give this a second look then. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, it's more than it appears on the surface. It's, but it's done. And see, for me, I'm playing the Japanese version, so I'm already struggling to kind of figure out <laughs> what to do and. So for me, I just kind of I didn't realize until you were talking about that, that it that there's also this strange like uh, lack of explanation, even for the American or English version, like for the Japanese version. I, you know, I can't fucking figure out what I'm doing anyway. So I'm just like trying things randomly and like, oh, okay that's how you do that. And oh, if he has this power and I get the same power, we can combine and do this other power. Oh, okay that's cool. Okay, like, which
2: which I gotta say. The whole sharing yeah. of your health food that you can, Yeah. What the hell is that with your yeah. it's,
1: <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know. Um, most games, especially that era, when you got food, they either both of you got a little bit or you had to make sure that you timed it right where you got food and the other person got food. Yeah. Yeah this one you can share and make out with your buddy <laughs> well you sort of baby birded you baby birded oh yeah. a little
1: bit yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but anyway um, so yeah it's it's interesting because um, you know we're what you're talking about also Eugene about like had you not already known certain things it doesn't really tell you. And I think that's very true because this is this is a later Kirby game. This is uh, obviously it came out. <laughs> the N64 came out the next week, so um, yeah. I think that there was an assumption from the developers here that you were going to know certain things about Kirby. Um,
0: and well, some- here, here's another quick example. So the level where you're. Number one, I don't care for those levels. The level where you're, the world or whatever, where you're racing against King, what is it, yeah. Dodo or whatever his name is, food and then also to get to the end, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you could double double tap to to run and right. i sat there and i was like how the fuck do i beat this guy like i have to do this perfect if i'm going to be able to do this and i was like oh no i just have to double tap so i can actually run and it, nowhere did it, it right. say that like yeah. i don't remember how i got the idea or if i watched a video when someone did it and i'm just like oh okay that makes sense
1: yeah yeah it's it's really weird like they just expect you to know certain things don't tell you and then you're like, "Oh, yeah. okay." But that brought back for me, that brought me back to that era. That brought me back to the 16-bit, 8-bit era where games would do that to you. Where it was just like, oh, you could do that? And like, nobody would, you would have no way of knowing other than some friend tells you, oh yeah, you can wall jump in that game. And you'd be like, what? (laughs) uh, You know, (laughs) stuff like that.
2: You know, it does remind me of one of my favorite games I've ever played. Um was uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because all it's a text game. It's a text uh, mm-hmm. where you type in and all that stuff. But uh, it's just when the when the game starts, it's a black screen. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy at all. A little bit. Very, I'm very, not. I'm not very liking. British. Very dry humor. Hmm. So you to start the game, you have to type lights and hit enter. And then the lights come on, and then you can actually continue with the game because you gotta turn the <laughs> lights on. <laughs>
1: That's
2: funny. What
0: was the name of that game that was on the NES that was um it was uh it was like first person, but it was like oh Shadowgate. God, Shadowgate. Yeah. Yes, because the literally you had to know exactly where to to hit to get a key to open the front door, and if you had no clue what you were doing, you're just like well, this game sucks. I can't even. I can't yeah. even get it in the damn building.
1: There's another <laughs> game like that on NES, uh, Taboo. I think was the name of it, and it was mm-hmm. sort of the same type of stuff. Like it was like, how would you know to do this or, <laughs> exactly? Or like we had, uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And <sighs> if you didn't have the book, that big ass book, you're fucked. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: yep. that's funny. Can you play Kirby on a MacBook Pro? Well. I yeah
0: so <laughs> Yeah, you can You could probably play but it, I but didn't...
1: You could probably play it but not also stream at the same time. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alright, well let's talk about technical difficulties. Um yeah. Yeah. I had especially the the running part which like i said i've never cared for those type of games where it's like oh hey see if you can outrun the other person or whatever and it seemed like there were a lot of games at that time period that that did that and i never cared for it it was it was almost like that was the new ice level for a lot of games (laughs) and i'm just like ah this thing yeah sure let's 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 stop having fun doing all this other stuff and let's just do a a race whatever um but i experienced quite a bit of um and It's that specifically that Super Nintendo slowdown where it's it's still going at a decent clip, but it's definitely not running as fast as it should. And I just uh, I just chopped it up to being okay. Well, it was there's way too many sprites on the screen at this time, and the you know I knew this was in later in the the SNES's life cycle. I didn't realize it was literally a week before the N64, but uh, I thought well maybe they were just you know pushing it way too hard. Uh, but did either one of y'all experience slowdown playing the game
2: I didn't really notice it that much although I didn't really test it out that much either right so okay. th- that said um, I did uh, the thing that I had frustration with was sometimes you'd spawn and there'd be enemy, enemies already attacking you while you're spawning into that area right like so you would go into a new room and you're already attacked, and you can't even move yet. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's always fun.
1: Uh, that, yeah, <laughs> so that, that, yeah, that's yeah. I think we all had that. Um, so I didn't really have any slowdown. There was a couple of moments when fighting a boss early on that I think I had a little bit of slowdown.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: uh, hey, <laughs> stupid cat, quit it. <laughs> trying to knock stuff over um (laughs) uh, i think what i I don't think that okay so i was playing on a real cartridge on real hardware and you were playing on the super nintendo classic you were playing on the Pi, and i think what we had talked about is maybe there's some kind of setting or something uh that's causing i don't know i don't know why you're having that much slowdown because
0: didn't you say though there was a separate chip though well, see, that's the thing, yeah.
1: So, I love the Sega Genesis, and I love the TurboGrafx-16. Um, and as far as CPU speed, which is, just, these numbers are so fucking minuscule. Uh <laughs> they, they had double the CPU speed of the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo's CPU speed was garbage. It was garbage when it came out, but the reason that they didn't give a shit about that is because they already had and from the beginning of the super nintendo special chips being uh, included in cartridges like pilot wings even had one um and those special chips f- for a lot of a lot of these games were actually cpus they were actually processors so kirby is a game and there's like i think there was like 24 other super nintendo games that had this same uh coprocessor called the sa1 chip and It ran at over 10 megahertz, whereas the Super Nintendo ran at 3 megahertz. So, three times the speed. So, I don't know if your problem is related to that or not. If the Pi is having a little trouble there, because this game actually requires three times the processing capability.
0: I don't know. It shouldn't be a Pi issue, because I mean, I can freaking do, like, overclocked. I can do a freaking... I can do uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on it. Yeah. So... I'm thinking it's either I'm. I was really honestly thinking it's either uh, a bad um, a bad ROM, or like you said. I really think though it's probably something in there. I need to go in there and turn in. You know, turn on and say use onboard. You know, yeah, memory. You know, game memory or you know, something or another uh, to help equalize it. Like I said, it wasn't bad enough that it was. We put you this way. It wasn't the spinning. Uh, corridor in uh, Super Castlevania (laughs) it was nowhere near that bad
1: (laughs) yeah and see games it's funny you say that games like Castlevania and Gradius the first Gradius that came out on Super Nintendo are Mm -hmm. notorious for their slowdown and since then people have gone back and added SA1 chips to those games and gotten rid of all the slowdown so there's there's actually yeah so you can actually um you might be able to find a ROM. Uh, well, we're talking about Kirby; this is a different scenario. But um, as far as Kirby goes, I think there's probably a setting somewhere that you need to to mess with. Turn
0: on or yeah, but yeah,
1: but yeah. Those older games that had massive slowdown. There's people have worked ways to improve that.
0: That's cool. So, yeah. well, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't bad enough that it was really. You know, it wasn't super distracting. I just noticed it a little bit, and I was just like, oh, okay, well, that's that's a thing. I mean, I definitely have enough horsepower in this thing to run this, so it must be probably just a bad ROM or something. So, Which, you know, that's the thing you always run into whenever you're, you know, playing a game on a ROM as compared to the hardware. You know, you do occasionally run into a bad ROM. Um, unfortunately, I, I, and I always forget I've got a bad ROM of uh, Mega Man X, and no matter whose level you start, it always takes you to one particular world, and then you get about halfway through it, and it reboots the system. I'm just like, yeah, I need a different ROM of this one. Damn. Yeah. So. yeah, it
1: sucks when you play that way because you're it's it's hard to to nail down is it a ROM problem or is it an emulation problem? You know, mm-hmm. you're you're kind of like you know, there's it leaves a lot of room to kind of there's a lot of possibilities as far as things causing issues. Ryan, um, just so y'all know, Ryan uh, was also playing some Kirby. He wanted to give us some some of his thoughts about it as he was... Because I told him what we were doing and everything. He's like, oh, I'll play it too. So, he says he didn't notice any slowdown. He was playing on the Classic also.
0: Okay, so I'm guessing it's probably a bad ROM then, so...
1: Yeah. But, Last quarter,
0: yeah, that had a lot of slowdown. So did freaking... Um... Born Distracted put super ghouls and ghosts. Yeah, that was
1: oh,
0: well, the, the tor- those you almost first... had to have to slow down to get through some of those levels. Yeah. Like, I almost thought that was a that was a uh, <laughs> not a bug but a feature. Well
2: that's like... what they actually used for uh was it Galaga? Uh, the the uh, Space Invaders. It,
0: uh, it's pronounced
1: Galaga. No, I'm just
2: kidding. Sorry. What? Yeah. But some, yeah, the, some people uh... pronounce it that
1: way.
0: I don't know. Well, some huh. people are stupid.
2: <laughs> well anyway that's that was what they actually noticed was they they kept it at one speed but because they had so many bugs right uh from coming from space that it, it was mm. it was super slow and then as you were kill them off it would speed up that was that wasn't intentional at 1st they you're like oh that's cool okay we'll keep it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny those first round of super nintendo games man slowdown was a motherfucker like you know um course that was exploited by a sega you know they're like oh has a little problem with speed there huh
2: and then they that i i never my friends like i think the only one that i noticed no see i didn't play the snes enough right uh, because uh, during the time i had the sega and i just i, I freaking loved that thing man it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah and
1: you know, um, that's one of the things we'll have to get to before we get in the show is what game we're going to play next. And maybe yes. we'll have to decide what system we're going to play like next yeah. also. <laughs> so Kirby also has these little bitty games, these like these mini games that mm-hmm. there's like the, uh, the old school Kung Fu smash the thing game. Uh,
0: what, what else was there? Um, I'm blanking out, but yeah, I, I I have to say I did enjoy the little mini games. Like as much as I talked, as much as I'm saying, it didn't feel like there was a lot of substance to this because the world seemed so short. But if you're unlocking stuff and going back into the other ones, that makes me want to go back and try it some more. But yeah, the mini games. Um, honestly, what it what it reminded me of was. Um, Back in the old Street Fighter 2 days of, you know, the whenever car. The, the the car would come out and you had to beat the car up. And I'm just like, this it's, is just fun. It
1: actually reminded me of the first Street Fighter. You remember...
2: Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> the very first
1: <laughs> Street Fighter? Yes. Oh, my God. You had to smash all the little things and whatever. Mm-hmm. It made no real sense. But th- like this, at least there was... I still don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do either. Like, was I supposed to, when the things go like this, are you supposed to hit them like this or like this? And then, the you yeah. know, it was pretty cool, but it was like, I don't the know. The instructions weren't really there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So, yes, I think, Eugene, um, if you play the later games, not ne- I'm not necessarily talking about the mini games, like, but like the, the later games, that's where most of the beef of this game is at. That's where okay. it starts to unlock other things and stuff. Um, so that might be, a, if you were to go back to it, that would be what I would suggest. Um, so
2: the, the other thing that I watch, I was watching a couple of YouTube videos, uh, reviews of this as well. And one of them suggested instead of playing this, watch or uh, play the ultra version of this. So there's Cooper, uh, Kirby Superstar Ultra, and that's the one to play. Apparently,
1: is that so. the Game Boy Advance one,
2: or I'd have to look it up. Hmm. I just know that they redid it again, and they call it uh, Kirby Superstar Ultra. And he said that's the one that they they go back. They fixed quite a bit of it, hmm. uh, like quite a bit of the issues about spawning into um, enemies and. And then the other thing that they they also included where you could play the night. What the hell is it? Uh, it was on the uh, DS. Oh, on the DS.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway, so there was uh, apparently that's the one to try out.
1: Well, that might be worth doing at some point. Like, I'm sure you can get it cheap for the DS.
0: A remake of the 1996 Super Nintendo uh, platform game, uh, Kirby Superstar, includes all the games found in the original, but adds several new ones. You know,
1: the only thing I don't don't like about the DS or the 3DS is I got to use the damn touch screen. I don't like to use the touch screen. Like I want to use the buttons, you know, and a lot of the games, they make you pull out the stylus and do stuff. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this. (laughs) I I just don't enjoy it. No, I
0: understand. And then they would incorporate like, oh, there was one game like those cobwebs or something or something on the screen. And you have to like, you know, there was a little microphone on it and you had to blow and it would. And it would, and I'm just like, and if you didn't know about that, like, how the fuck were you? Once again, if you didn't know about it, how the fuck were you supposed to do it? Because what would ever tell you? You know what? I'm, I'm. This is kind of side tangent, but I'll never forget. I had rented um, um, Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation and was playing it at home, and I got to a point, and it's like radio in, and I'm like, what the fuck is the radio? What is the code? (laughs) Because the code was printed on the back of the case. So I had to literally get in my car, go down to the rental store, and write it down so I could go back and play it. Oh, because otherwise, the code wasn't anywhere in there. I'm just like, this is cool, <laughs> but also a big fucky.
1: You. You're, you're talking about on the NES version? Or no, I'm talking about on the PlayStation. Oh, on PlayStation. the PlayStation version. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's funny. Crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I'm like, seriously?
1: Well, the great thing about having uh, digital PlayStation games, like on my PS3, is they have the manuals built in too. So That's good. Thankfully. That you know, is good. Yeah, you don't have to worry about all that. Yeah. If I was to ever go back to play any, any of those, which maybe we will.
2: I don't know. That's That used to be my favorite part of getting games, is I would open up and I'd go through that manual first because oh, yeah. there was a story and there was, so I'd read oh, through it. Dude, a, that was good, my favorite a good manual on the way home
1: from the store was yeah. everything. It was yes. like you got the box, you're looking, staring about this close mm-hmm. to it as the car is bumping up and down. <laughs> yep. and you're like, but
0: that oh. was the ritual. That was the ritual you did on the way home. Yeah. Was you? Could, that's when you read the manual. So when you got home, you could put in that cartridge and, get, and you're hitting it running. God,
1: yep. man. Good times. And the smell. Yeah. You'd always smell. I always smelled everything. I no, I did too. That. Smell everything, mm-hmm. fresh plastic. Nothing like it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: man. Back in the day, a fresh box with perfect creases and the- that new console smell—just oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm glad I bought the cartridge for this because it was. I played it on my Super Nintendo, and then I also played it on the Super NT in the living room on the HD uh, TV mm-hmm. and it plays exactly the same for either one. Um, but it's good to have that comparison, you know? Um, I, I, I really enjoy owning the cartridges. I really do. Uh, I know it's not for everybody and it takes up a lot of space and, you know, but there's
2: something about it because I have, I have an original NES. Yeah. And I've got the gold Zelda, uh, Legends of Zelda cartridge. And there's just something about that, right? The gold, about
1: that. Dude, the gold cart is just... Uh, it's so nice. It's so nice. Yes, it
2: is.
0: And it still saves. It's, it's still got memory that works. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, you're lucky. Because <laughs> I, lo- I looked into that. That was right before the NES Classic came out, and I was trying to go back and play Zelda, and I could only play oh geez i can only get maybe halfway through the game and then after that like if oh, i you know that save would just corrupt and never would and i was like how do i fix this and i was like oh it's a simple fix you just open it and i was just like do i want to do this or do I just buy this thing i'll just buy this thing <laughs> so
1: hey you were talking about that code thing did you ever play star tropics on the NES, a little bit. I've only played Star Tropics a Dude. little bit. Well, they had like a thing with Star Tropics where there was a thing in the manual you had to enter at a in the game, otherwise it, you couldn't play the game. It was like a piracy anti piracy thing they did. I remember reading about that. Right, Steve's talking about that. He uh he had bought that game from Funco and they didn't have the code, and he went, he went to them and they didn't know what he's talking about. It was like, oh my God. Back in the days. Yeah, when there was no internet.
2: Yeah, you were you're fucked.
1: That sucks, man.
0: Wow. Well, was there any was there any particular level you really liked or disliked in the game? Like I said, I disliked that whole so racing thing. What I liked the part that
1: I enjoyed the most was when you Okay. So there's a I'm not sure which one of the games it is. But there's one where there's a giant bird space or ship and you have to go and you keep going to different sections on the ship. Oop, hit my microphone. And uh <laughs> you have to like go through and beat all these sections and finally get to the last one and then you have to race to get off the ship before it crashes. Mm-hmm. And that was my favorite because that really felt like that was I, fun. I didn't want to stop playing. I was having such a good time playing that part. That was really good. Moogle tried to help me with that, but he got really frustrated early on. <laughs> I, sent you, I sent you a picture. <laughs> He's just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the <new> puppy cat. <laughs> Sometimes he'll watch me play a game, and he'll just look at the TV, and he'll look at me, and he'll look at the TV, and then he'll just go,
2: "Meow." and walk <laughs> off. <laughs> He's just like, what
1: the F? <laughs> um,
2: For me, I'm going to say that my favorite part was uh, going to the store, and I'll explain this in a second. Going to the store, Quinn and I were looking at new games for him, and then I saw for sale was a Mega Man. It was like 1 through 10 or something like that. It was like a thing for the Xbox One, and it was on sale. Yeah. I, I had that in my hand. I'm like, that's what Kirby did to me. It was, I was nostalgic for Mega Man. I really wanted to get back into that instead. Nice. so
1: <laughs> Dude, Mega Man's hard, though. Mega Man's... Oh,
2: yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. But that's that's what it made me want to do, is get back into that.
1: I so. I own... Dude, I have so many Mega Man collections. I bought all the PS4 Mega Man collections, and then I bought all the PS2 ones. Yeah. I, I have tons of Mega Man. I love Mega Man. Uh, all, and all in the x the x games, the regular Mega Man, like I love all the Mega Man games, yeah, they, they have some old. weird ones, like on Game Boy, that are like,,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I've never really played those, Mega Man Power, whatever network or yeah. whatever it's called. I'm really not sure what those are like, but Mega Man dude, I understand, and this game makes you think about it because you're like, was, oh, you get the weapon, you use it,
2: and you you, know, you change the way you play by based on what weapon you have, so it' was like, yeah. That's- very, Mega Man esque.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely had a lot of vibes of Mega Man and sound effects as well. See, there was a lot of sound effects that I was like, "Oh man, that's like Mega Man." You know, there's like yeah. definitely had <laughs> that was the, you could tell that was they were going oh. for like that. That was the yeah. idea, you know. Especially yeah. with some of the bosses and stuff that you're fighting, it's like, oh, this is obviously supposed to be like
2: yeah well in which super super mario game was it that you had to fight the hand that was coming down on you i'm like well that's what that one level is in this
1: the oh the hand uh you mean super smash brothers or
2: i think that's yeah yeah yeah. that comes down on you well that's in this game too that's one of the final bosses is
1: (laughs) yeah dude i think this was a great game like my overall opinion Uh, seven games built into one, some of them more complex than others. But like I said, when you play one, sometimes it'll unlock things in a different one and you have to go play that one. So there's more to it than it appears. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. I don't know. I've only like gotten like 40 something percent of the way through the game. So I'm not really sure how big the game is, which by the way. The battery still works great in the cartridge, so it's still- oh, that's good. <laughs> I was like when I when I, I started playing it on the Super NT, and I'm like, well, hopefully my game's on there when I go to play on the other one. <laughs> and yeah, it was it was there, so yeah. that was a nice
2: surprise. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I guess overall, if we had to rate Kirby Superstar considering the era that it was released in considering the type of game it is considering how much fun it is just or our overall rating all things considered where would you fall into place if you had like a scale of one to ten um and you know it could be just like your overall rating graphics music whatever however you want to however you feel like you want to rate this what would you say
0: i would i would give it probably somewhere around a 6 or 7 and that's mainly because it was fun to play but like I said um initially before at least you know running going into the show I felt like it was kind of light but now hearing what you're talking about the the possibility of opening up additional stuff it makes me interested in wanting to go back and play it so I have a feeling this is probably a sliding scale for me I as it stands right now it's like a 6 or 7 but I have a feeling if I go back and start unlocking new things I'd probably jump it up to, you know, closer to like an eight or a nine. Um, it was fun. I, like I said, I did have fun. Um, you know, there are games that I've played where I felt completely overpowered and it's, it's just fun getting through the game. Um, and it, you know, it never felt like it was that hard, but like you said, some of the harder meteor stuff may be stuff that I haven't run into yet. So, uh, just what little time I had with it, um, I think to give it a completely fair shake, I may have to play it some more. But for right now, I'd I'd say six or seven. I, I'll say this: um, if I had got it or purchased it when it came out, um, I think I would have definitely enjoyed it and you know had fun, been like, oh yeah, this is a great game. So you mean a week before the N sixty four? A week before the N sixty four? No, this was not on my radar. And on <laughs> Because fucking uh, Mario sixty four, which changed the landscape of gaming forever, was a week away. <laughs> it would have been yeah, a harsh was...
1: comparison. It would have been like, yeah. So you want me to play this game yeah. or uh, Mario sixty <laughs> four?
2: Yeah, your friends are playing Mario sixty four, and you're trying to. No, guys, like Kirby. I, I'm telling you, it's...
0: <laughs> that wouldn't happen. No, if if I had if I had to go back to was this ninety yeah, six? Yeah, this game would have been like a two. <laughs> But like been there, done that, yeah,
1: yeah. If that was the problem, I think, is it just came out too late. That was just the problem. Yeah. Yeah. What do you What do you think, Ray?
2: Uh, For me, I'm I'm similar to Eugene, where it's kind of like that six and a half, seven mark. Uh, And the reason being is is just the it doesn't explain enough of what you're talking about, right? Like it's there's a lot of parts of the game where it's like I don't know what the hell how this is all connected. Yeah, there's no yep. real like I, I get it. Like, if you're frustrated with one part of the game and you want to go play a mini game to kind of get your frustrations out and then go back, you could do that. But uh, yeah, for me, it was kind of a there's some fun there, there's some nostalgia, but I'd rather play Mega Man. Ah,
1: mm. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a that's mm. fair. That's fair. That's a good point. So I kind of feel like, um, I was kind of at a disadvantage because I was playing the Japanese version, so I'm already struggling anyway. So I didn't realize, <laughs> yes. like I said, the full extent of of that. So for me, uh, I had, I was, I think that factored into my expectations of of the experience. So it didn't affect me as much because I was already having. I knew it was going to be a sort of a pain uh, to get through the learning curve, you know, the language yeah. barrier. Uh, and I had a blast playing this game uh, The first couple of things that I did did not They weren't that fun Because it was so easy Because you just blew through it like it was nothing mm-hmm. um, But the longer I played it The more interesting it got And then like I said That section where you go through the whole Flying Whatever that is That'd That was cool. really really good I didn't want to stop playing that Um. So That was the section where I really started to, you know, have a lot of fun. Um, Graphically, I think this is one of the better looking Super Nintendo games.
0: Oh, it it definitely like I said. I know I had some slowdown, but graphically, the sprites are a good size. There's lots of stuff going on on the screen. It's very colorful. Uh, It's it is a good looking SNES game.
2: Yeah, great music for the for the.
0: Oh yeah, the music was good too. Yeah, the music, it's not just good, it's the
1: style you want a Super Nintendo yeah. game to have. It's mm-hmm. its great music. Sound effects were great, the music was great. I liked the variety of different uh, creatures that you could uh, take over and and how you could make your little helper. And then I only really scratched the surface on some of that because like, apparently you get you can combine things with your helper. Like if you have the helper have a certain uh power and you get the same power, you can work together and jump on their back and do stuff. And yeah, I just started to kind of play with
2: that. Yeah, I did too. The wheelie one's pretty
1: cool. Like yes, that. <laughs> that's that took me a while to figure out too because there's no real explanation. You're like not. <laughs> you're like oh okay, I can jump in midair with the okay, combine and then yeah yeah so. That is my biggest criticism, is... And like I said, it was difficult for me to realize how big a criticism it actually is until talking to you guys. Because it's I play Japanese version, and you're fucked anyway on instructions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was the biggest problem for me, was figuring out how to play the damn game. Um, but But, in kind of a weird way, that sort of was fun, too. Because... You were discovering it as you were playing it now it's kind of a pain in the ass I'm not gonna say oh it's a feature you know I'm not gonna <laughs> say that, but uh in kind of a weird way it was still fun to discover something that you had no idea about and you're like oh I can do that so you know i'm not I'm, i th- I'm just gonna say it was it was it wasn't uh it wasn't like a deal breaker
0: yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna say this and I think this is coming from uh, my age and my where I am in my life. Um, I mean, I think part of the, pro- if I were younger, if I were, you know, teenage me, I would have enjoyed the exploration and trying to figure it out. Uh, being me now and only having so much time to give to it.
2: Yeah, Um,
0: (laughs) it's kind of like no, lay it out for me, guys, so I so I can play this and get the most out of it. I need to squeeze every ounce of fun out of this thing I can in the amount of time I've allotted to it. So
1: this was a different era, so that's the thing. Exactly,
0: no, and that's what I'm saying. Back then, though, I would have been like, "Oh no, dude, did you know you could do this?" And yeah. Yeah, because I totally would have sat there and put it in and just like been like, you know, just on the first level and just sucked it in me and then been like, all right, what happens when I do this? What happens when I do this? what And just, you know, slowly but surely figured out everything. You know, so, and
1: I think that that's probably one of the reasons that a lot of young people don't understand or appreciate a lot of retro games because, the, you know, the a lot of the retro games don't hold your hand through stuff. You know, they kind of are like, here you go and you go and you figure it out, you know, Mm -hmm. or there's like RPGs and stuff where you would grind a lot, you know, and nowadays they, they, they take all that away and sort of just spoon feed it to people. So I don't know, maybe that's, but I don't know. Maybe a lot of young people appreciate that too. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm being a little too uh, critical there. Maybe there's a lot of people
2: that, or like, hey, there, that's cool, you know. There's something to be said for the the discovery of it, right? Like yeah. I remember playing um, Mortal Kombat, and when you're playing Mortal Kombat, a lot of that was discovery of, hey, if I do this combination, how does this and then you hear about your buddy doing a new fatality and it's like okay, I gotta learn, you know, try yeah. different things and so there's something to be said about the fatality or sorry, about the the figuring out and, and finding those things. But like Eugene said, it's the time allotted for the games now is getting smaller as we get, you know, older. And so the time for experimentation is, is a lot less. So
0: for you, now guys. I'm going to, con- I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, I'm going to contradict myself and also say that I did play, I downloaded the demo for the, that new Kirby game on the switch mm. and uh, what little bit of exploration I got to do on that was a hell of a lot of fun because when you start combining some of those powers and you're just like, you're just like, oh shit, I'm swinging rock around that's got lightning on it. That's like, <laughs> that's awesome. So, and just see, playing around with it. So I, I think mm-hmm. going back and looking at this game and with those eyes, I, yeah, this thing would have definitely been higher up on my list. It's funny you
1: meant, okay, so I don't own a Switch right now, but I'm planning to get one in the very near future. And I think this game has put Kirby on my radar, you know, because I wasn't, I've never been into Kirby. I didn't play Kirby on the NES. I I never have played Kirby, but playing through this and having such a good time makes me go, you know what? I'll probably get Kirby on the switch because it is a lot of fun when it's a, a good game, when it's done right. And, uh. So the main
0: reason I looked at it was it's four players at the same time. And when all of you are like powered up, it's just, it's insane. There's shit going on on the screen constantly. And it's just, it was just what, just what a little bit of that demo was my boys and I had a blast playing it. And I'm just like, this is a hell of a lot of fun. This is a game that I I probably need to go get. In fact, it may be one of the recommendations for uh, a Christmas present this year. Cause like I said, playing, Playing by yourself is one thing, and that was one of the other things. None of us got to play the two-player mode, did we?
2: I didn't no. get the chance. I knew it existed, but I didn't get a chance. And I
0: bet that right there ratchets up the game a lot, right by by itself. It—that's the feeling that I
1: get from this game. Is it's simple, but has the potential for a lot more depth. You know,
2: <laughs> absolutely, I agree. All right?
1: Yeah, that's fair. So, Ray, what what you said? Maybe a six or seven. You said maybe six or seven. I, I, and, I, I'm i going to say eight because okay. I think I really had a lot of fun and I think for the graphics, the sound, the music, the presentation, I think this is one of the better Super Nintendo games. So I'm going to say an eight. Um, I'm not going to give it a nine. That's for you know, that's for some you got to be really fucking good. Super Nintendo <laughs> has some really good games. Metroid. <laughs> yeah. Take uh, it Right, but I'll say an 8. I think it was very good. And I'm glad that we finally played it. I'm glad we got to share this together. I am too. And have that. So speaking of that, we've got to figure out what we're going to dive into next.
0: Okay, I I think one of the main reasons we picked this game is because we, we wanted to, like I said, I am able to emulate pretty much anything. So I'm wide open. I think size kind of in the same boat. Uh, Ray, what do you have access to? So
2: currently, I so my SNES is going to be on loan for a little bit. Okay, uh, but uh, I do have access to the NES, okay. and then uh, and then I can also look at getting an emulator as well. So, uh, but is there? If we can, we pause for a minute, and I'll grab the games from NES that I've got. And oh, sure,
1: yeah, like, yeah,
0: d- yeah.
1: Everybody, Wait, freeze, are you talking about freeze. original
0: Nintendo? Or are you talking about NES Classic?
1: Just for- original Nintendo. Oh, Dude, okay. Yes, free. Everybody, freeze. Everyone freeze. If yeah. you're not freezing in the chat, I'll know.
0: Right. So to by the bell? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan says, "More distracted no- brings up oh, Ghostbusters remastered." Um, hmm. can I talk about that for just a second? Go ahead. All right. So, cause I was going to ask if we want to have a portion of the show near the end where we talk about other things that we're playing. Um, I actually just went through and and beat Ghostbusters Remastered on the Switch. I got it for the Switch. Um, I had it on. I had the original Ghostbusters game on my Xbox 360, and within the last year or so, they made it so you could play it on the Xbox One. So I was I've played it through it. You know, on the X, on the Xbox One. Um, I want to talk a little bit about it. Um, a lot of people are really back and forth with this game, and the reason is is. Um, the graphics on the Switch look about like they did on the 360. Hmm. I understand the graphics are supposed to look better on the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4, and uh, that's kind of here and here and there. I mean, yeah, I may still look at possibly because it was I think it was only thirty dollars. I may end up buying another copy. Who knows? Who the hell knows? But I wanted it for the Switch though so that I could play it mobile. Um, So the graphics are about the same, but the problem is almost all of the problems that were in the original are still here. So th- some of them are small things like um, when you unlock the Ghostbusters two flight suit, you can see the Ghostbusters two logo on the show on the shoulder, but the Ghostbusters one logo is underneath it. Oh, and it's, it's <laughs> like, really y'all, y'all couldn't clean that up. But there are some things that they just did. I'm noticing the, the, the vocalization seems to be like a half second off. And I'm hearing people say that's kind of across the board. Um, but one of the things is like when you were loading up the levels, when you load up the levels, it had the ghostbusters logo and it started playing the music. And then the logo would kind of like go into the background and there was like all this smoke and stuff. And they would pull out the equipment you're using, like the, the proton pack. And they're like spinning it around and they're showing all this different stuff on or whatever during the loading screen on the loading screen on this thing. It's the ghostbusters logo and no music. And it's just like, it's a step back. Like, why would you do that? Um, well, let me ask you. All let like,
1: me, let me ask you this. Yeah. If you got the three hundred and sixty version, doesn't it? If it's backwards compatible on the Xbox One, doesn't it up up res it? No. It doesn't up
0: res. Nope. It's it, weird. weird. Yeah. Um. I mean it may up res it a little bit, but it's not but it's not the new um uh it's not the new textures that they, oh, they well, did. Yeah, for,
1: you're not gonna have the new text. textures. But I mean So I mean,
0: yeah, it, it looks good and crisp, but it's not the new it's not the new super detailed. But um yeah, it, it, I'm enjoying it. I'm not it's not that I, you know, I don't feel like I've been ripped off or anything. or I'm not, you know, I'm not pissed that, you know, hell, I just, you know, spent, I'm, I bought a game that I already owned. But it's just one of those things that's like, why didn't y'all, why didn't y'all do this? And it doesn't have multiplayer. They keep saying they may do multiplayer depending on how well it sells. And from what I'm seeing, it's actually selling pretty well because a lot of people were like, you know, bought the game, don't have it. And was like, man, I really want to copy of this thing again. This is the Switch uh, version that you got? Yeah, and it doesn't have there's multiplayer. No, there's, there's no multiplayer on any one of the platforms.
1: On none of the platforms.
0: No, none no. of them. Um, Quinn and
2: I were looking at getting it for Xbox One. That was actually when we were at the store. That was one of the ones that he had in his hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you buy that one, I'm paying for half. And he's like, yeah. And then he put it back. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is- Wings,
1: Silver Wings wants to point out: of course, they can't clean it up. It's a remaster, not a remake.
0: Oh, Lord. Yes, and I keep seeing that too. Anyway, but here's, here's the big thing. I will say this. The one thing that they did do right on this game, or one of the things they did right on this game, is um, when the game originally came out, if you pre-ordered it at GameStop, you got the Ghostbusters 2 flight suit. And if you didn't pre-order it from there, you could not unlock it. If you pre-ordered the game from Walmart, you got the gold proton pack and you could not unlock it. In this remastered version, they've made it so that now, if you go through and beat the game on, I think it's easy or normal, you unlock the Ghostbusters 2 flight suit, uh, which I've done, and it does look awesome. And then if you beat the game on hard, you unlock the Gold Proton Pack. Hmm. It doesn't add anything to the game. It just looks fucking awesome. And I'm just like, I'm glad at least there's a way, because I have talked, it's funny, I've talked to people. I mean, I never got one of those pre-orders Uh, But I knew about them, and I can't tell you how many people I've talked to in the Ghostbusters community about, oh, did you ever have the gold proton pack? They're like, what are you talking about? (laughs) They had no clue, because who the hell pre-orders from Walmart? I mean, yeah, yeah. so that was a different time.
1: You know what you should do? You should redo some of your cosplay with the gold proton pack and the logo (laughs) underneath the other logo.
0: I thought about, okay, so I'm definitely (laughs) going to 3D print a gold proton pack, but I thought about that. I was like. How funny would that be to do the the two logos on the shoulder? Because <laughs> only certain people are going to know what the hell it is. So they're going to look yeah. at it and be like, <laughs> oh, sweet. So, yeah. <laughs> but, my God, that game. It, it is still a lot. Even even if it's still got a lot of the warts that it originally had, it's still a hell of a lot of fun. It's still... You're still stuck in, a, in an elevator with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd reading lines. And it's like you're literally right there with them. And it's so much fucking fun. But, anyway. Uh, all right, Ray. What you got for us?
2: Okay. So, uh, I'll start with the puzzlers. So, you've got...
0: Dr. Mario and Tetris.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: All right. Very familiar with both of those. Very familiar.
1: Intimately. You're going to be familiar with all of these. So. Oh, okay. There's your Mario's. All right. One, two, and three. Okay. I've never played Mario. Nice. uh, Nice collection so far. Very impressive.
0: Bubble, 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 bubble. I've never really played it that much.
1: Huh. Bubble, bobble. Right there. Here's a possibility. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... The Immaculate Gold. Yes. I just Mm. want to lick
0: it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now, there is one thing about about Legends of Zelda that I never did get to. A a friend of mine got to it, and I never did. And that is the second map. So, when you beat the game, you get to play it all over again. and Everything's moved, and everything's changed around. So, the second map... Uh, and so I don't know if that's something you guys will strive for or if you want to try one of the other ones.
1: You're talking about a pretty substantial time commitment if we're <laughs>
0: <Bam>. <laughs> I'm actually interested in bubble bobble. I've played it here and there, but I've never devoted any amount of time to it. I
1: couldn't even tell you anything about bubble Bobble. I think it's let's do bubble bobble.
0: I agree, let's do that.
1: I'm interested. I'm gonna be honest with you, I've hardly played it.
0: So, all right, well then I think this all is right. the perfect this Hang is a perfect storm.
1: Hang on, let me load eBay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Watch <laughs> it be like a five hundred dollar cart.
1: Let's see, Bubble Bobble for the NES.
0: Little uh, Samson, really, Silver Wings? Oh no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no! Shut
0: up! <laughs> Shut up! Again.
1: You and I know what what's going on with that one. Twelve ninety nine. Oh, here's one for six ninety nine.
0: Damn. Oh well, there you go.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely buy that. That'd okay, cool. cool. And I will play that on my real NES and on the uh, retro USB ABS okay. FPGA console, so we can. And see- I'll be on
2: the real NES. So,
0: so cool. <laughs> Good deal. Awesome. And I will hopefully emulate it without slowdown. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, isn't it on the NES Classic?
1: I'm oh sh- well, dude you didn't you load all the games I mean you could
0: put oh, it on there. I did but I don't but once again yeah. I don't know if I ever uh, loaded Bubble Bobble because I
1: it. Um, Eugene I, I think you I could take really it. ten minutes and load Bubble Bobble onto your NES Classic if you had to oh, I think
0: it's actually built into it hold on it might um, be one of the games in there I don't know I think it may be NES Classic official site blah 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 yeah
1: you need to play two yep. players to get the true ending on Bubble Bobble wow what Bubble is there? How about that?
0: Oh well, then there you go. Then I will, I will specifically bring out the NES Classic, uh, and so I can play it that way.
1: Did you say I have to play two player to unlock those to get the real ending? Is what he's saying. Damn. Hmm. All right then.
0: Castlevania Two. I'm <laughs> sorry, I still love that game. I know a lot of people hate that fucking game, but I love it.
2: Which is another one. Castlevania Two. Oh yeah. That that one I started when I was younger, and then I just couldn't beat a spot for whatever reason. And I would love to go back to that one someday. Which one? Castlevania 2.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, you definitely look up what when people are lying to you, because that was the first game I ever encountered where a, uh, a character would flat-out lie to you. And it's just like... There was specifically one place it's like go to this mountain and like hit your head against the wall or whatever. And I'm like, well, when you swing your whip, it kind of looks like you're moving your head forward. And I'm just like, what do you do? okay? So, nothing happens. Not what do you either. do? <laughs> so, yeah, you
1: might want to use the game facts for that, you know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> all right. So, Bubble Bobble is our next game,
1: all right. So, we'll agree on. We'll we'll be uh, scheduling that show. We don't want to do these too often, so probably in about a month or so, we'll we'll have yeah. our next show, and uh, we'll talk about Bo Bobble, and we'll name our next game, whatever that might be.
2: Good deal. So
1: you need to get one of those Genesis those Genesis Classics. That's what you need to get.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that too. Actually, after being on this, and then the other thing we should do is a spinner. And it'll spin and pick which which uh,
0: which game console we'll play on. 3D print project, perhaps. <laughs> I could look it up. Actually, that's exactly what I was thinking about. That's pretty cool.
1: I like that, that idea. Be fun. <laughs> I do like that idea.
0: I do too. Hmm.
1: Okay. That okay. would be fun. So Kirby Superstar. Uh, I think we probably average out our scores. Say seven. Seven. Yeah. Minus. I would agree. Yep. Yep, uh definitely worth playing. Uh probably oh, yeah. probably worth putting a little bit of extra time into just to get the full experience. Yeah. But uh if you want to buy it, it's affordable if you get the ram com cart. It's a little ridiculous if you want to buy the Super Nintendo one. Um, yeah. but it's built into the Super Nintendo Classic. It is. And it seems to work pretty well on the yeah. Pi. We're not 100% sure
0: I really uh, should see if I can find a different emulator for. It. I just thought about how much are those SNES classics going for? Like seventy bucks, right?
1: I don't know. Now, I mean, they, I, it's been a while since hey, I. GameStop.
0: The only reason I asked that is because you said the any the American version of the cartridge is fifty bucks. I'm like hell. It's almost as much as <laughs> the entire SNES classic. Yeah. GameStop. Oh, let's see here now. On oh, eBay, shit. they're going 160. Yeah,
1: they're pretty. Pricey okay, yeah, over.
0: they're they're going up there in price. So,
1: <laughs> oof, oof, as the kids say, oof.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So go buy the original. Uh, go buy the uh, <laughs> Japanese version, or or just emulate that bitch. So
1: yes, yes. I recommend emulation just because the text is a little bit much to get through. Um, it yeah. would, you wouldn't think it would matter, but it kind of does for this game. How's so. the SNES Classic already worth a hundred plus? They don't make them no more. You know anything? I guess. That, you know it's 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 a hot item. It's going to be a hot item. So
0: Ryan says they have the SNES Classic refurb on Nintendo's website. Refurb's. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. Because yeah. if there if it's anything like um like how Atari or a how Atari. Sorry. Uh, Apple does stuff, then I would trust that.
1: So. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I'm. A, a, I would definitely trust a, a Nintendo refurb. Absolutely, it's just refurb. You know, people a lot of times want to keep these in the box. You know, they don't want to. Yeah. You
0: know. Hell no. I. That thing. This thing's been is meant to be played on. So.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, anything you want to finish off with here, talking about Kirby Superstar? Uh, any last comments or thoughts? Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> I'm sure that'll come up at some point. I'm sure we'll get to Mega Man. But next up yeah. will be Bubble Bobble on the NES. So right anybody that wants to play, uh, play along with us, meet us on the next show. We'll talk about our thoughts and your thoughts, and uh, we'll help each other pick the next game in our list.
2: Absolutely. So, Maybe yeah. with a spinner wheel. <laughs> Maybe I'll with a spinner
1: wheel. Yeah. Um. So, guys, how do people find your stuff other than, you know, uh, occasionally watching this show when it happens?
0: <laughs> uh, like we said at the beginning, uh, you can find me and Ray both at Epically Geeky on the Epically Geeky Show and the Marginally Geeky Show. And, of course, here now. And then if you want to follow my individual wacky adventure, you can find me at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: And then me, you can find uh, myself on Instagram, uh, The Reluctant Yeti and uh that's uh, posting not too much right now uh got some more art
0: ready to come and it's gonna be interesting (laughs) oh and real quick if you want to support uh ray's art stuff uh if you go to dot com and click the etsy link it will take you to uh his etsy site so you You can check out the awesome ass skateboards he has up there
2: thanks for that yeah I have some skateboards up right now, and then... Uh, yeah, Leo then,
1: DS. I know you're a skateboard dude. Check
2: out his stuff if you're watching Hey, <laughs> it. yeah, it's just some fun stuff I came up with, and then uh, I've got some more coming, so...
1: Cool. <laughs> awesome, guys. All right, well, I will see you guys next time. For now, this is me, Cyrus, Eugene, and Ray, and uh, this has been Kirby Superstar on the Super Nintendo. Bubble Bobble coming up next time, and we will see you all again soon. Thanks.
2: Bye-bye.